I'm Scott McGregor at Scott Trades on Twitter. This is the Hot Wallet Podcast. Bitcoin is one of the best performing major asset classes in 2023. So it's a bit of a surprise that one of the biggest ETF providers and investment management firms, Vanek, announced last week the closure and liquidation of their digital asset mining ETF. The ticker for this stock is DAM. The fund holds mainly Bitcoin miners like Marathon Digital, Hut8, Riot, CleanSpark, Hive, and some others, but it only has about a million dollars worth of these under asset management. So it's not really that big of a deal. As I was doing some digging into this story, I found out there are actually a ton of different ways for you to get Bitcoin and crypto exposure via the stock market. And I'll give you some tickers that I look at here in a minute. So stick around for that. The Vanek Digital Asset Mining ETF closure comes after an over 120% move off the January low. Vanek says that they continuously monitor and evaluate its ETF offerings across a number of factors, including performance, liquidity, assets under management, and investment interest, among others. Their decision, they say, to liquidate the fund was based on an analysis of these factors. Also, it's important to note that this was not the only blockchain-based ETF from Vanek. This is just one focused directly on mining. And so the narrow focus for this ETF could be one of the main reasons for its closure and liquidation. Vanek goes on to say that shareholders of the fund may sell their shares on the fund's listed exchange until the market close on April 24th, 2023. The fund's shares will no longer trade after April 24th and will subsequently be delisted. If a shareholder is not active in the market and still holding these funds, they'll just get the money for whatever the closing price is on or around May the 1st. So with one less ETF, how can active investors interested in Bitcoin, blockchain, and digital assets get broad-based exposure in the stock market? As I mentioned, there's a bunch of different ways, but it really depends on where you live. Believe it or not, Canada was actually the first place in the world to offer a spot Bitcoin ETF through Purpose Investments. It was approved in March of 2021 and hailed as a milestone for the industry. Canada now has a handful of different Bitcoin ETFs, even one that's carbon neutral. And I'll tell you about that a little later. Now, before I go any further, I have to remind you that none of this is financial advice. You should definitely speak to a certified and registered financial expert before making any decisions. I'm not suggesting that anyone buy or sell these securities. I just want to make you aware that they exist. I'd also like to ask you to leave a five-star review of this podcast and be sure and press that follow button on whatever platform you're getting this on. So in terms of trading Bitcoin and getting digital asset exposure on the stock market, we have to mention the elephant in the room, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. They have over $19 billion under management and focus solely on Bitcoin with their GBTC Trust. It trades over the counter or OTC. And basically the way it works is for every share you buy, you own a corresponding amount of Bitcoin. 
and it sounds great, but it trades over the counter. And there are some accounts that don't allow you to trade in that pond. So there's a barrier to entry that can be hard for specific investors to climb over. While Grayscale is trying to upgrade their trust to a real spot Bitcoin ETF, everything is currently hung up in the U.S. court system. And we don't know if and when this show of force from the U.S. government will ever come to a conclusion. So for the most part, we're going to stick to major exchange listed vehicles. One of the easiest ways to trade Bitcoin on the stock market, in my opinion, is by using the ProShares Bitcoin Strategy ETF. This is a futures-based ETF, and it's very liquid. It can typically trade well over a million shares a day. I like this one more than the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust because it does trade a little more orderly. Major institutions want liquidity and BITO has lots of it with over $700 million in terms of assets under management. Vanek has their own futures-based ETF as well, and its ticker is XBTF. Vanek says this is for anyone who seeks capital appreciation by investing in Bitcoin futures contracts. The fund is actively managed and offers exposure to Bitcoin-linked investments through an accessible ETF. The fund, however, does not invest directly into Bitcoin or digital assets. Now, one problem I do see with the XBTF ETF is it's a little sleepy, right? Like there can be over an hour of time that goes by before a trade is made. So just keep that in mind. The Global X blockchain ETF is another option. Though it doesn't trade as many shares per day as something like BITO, they do have over $70 million in terms of assets under management. And this ETF holds stocks like Marathon Digital, Square, Coinbase, and Riot platforms. So there's a bit of a mix of fintech and Bitcoin mining. The ticker for the Global X blockchain ETF is BKCH. The Amplified Transformational Data Sharing ETF is another one that I've personally traded in the past. Its ticker is BLOK. They have just over 23 million shares outstanding and over $400 million in assets under management. Since January, BLOK is only up about 30% on the year. So this one is underperforming some of the others, but it does give you exposure to companies like MicroStrategy, Coinbase, they have some Bitcoin miners, and stocks like the CME Group, Visa, MasterCard, Oracle, and AMD. The BLOK ETF also holds shares of some of the Canadian Bitcoin ETFs, like the Purpose Bitcoin ETF and the 3IQ CoinShares Bitcoin ETF. So if you're unable to buy some of the Canadian ETFs that trade on the Toronto Stock Exchange, with BLOK, you can essentially own something that holds some of the Canadian Bitcoin spot ETFs. I should also give an honorable mention to Bitwise. They have an ETF called the Bitwise 10 Crypto Index. From their website, they say that BITW is a secure way to get diversified exposure to Bitcoin and leading cryptocurrencies. The fund is trying to be a real index for the top 10 most highly valued cryptocurrencies. 
and BITW have about $500 million. However, much like the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, it trades over the counter and some people either can't do that or aren't comfortable doing that. So despite Vanek closing down their Bitcoin miner ETF, you can see that there are a bunch of different ways to get exposure to the space via the stock market if that's something you choose to do. Valkyrie funds have a Bitcoin mining ETF and the ticker is wag me <laughs> WGMI and it has your typical players like Riot and Marathon but there's also sprinkled in there some semiconductor stocks like Nvidia, AMD and Intel. Now, if some of these are too focused on crypto for you, you could also consider something like ARK Invest from Kathy Wood. The ARK Innovation ETF, ticker ARKK, has Coinbase alongside Tesla, Zoom, Shopify, and Roku. Or their FinTech ETF, ARKF, which has Coinbase, Shopify, but also has Block and DraftKings as some of their biggest holdings. You could also look at the Global X Internet of Things ETF. That ticker is SNSR. And I think it's more of an internet infrastructure type of trade. It holds stocks like IBM, but also has semiconductor stocks like Skyworks and Rambus. I'm getting a bit in the weeds here, but you get the idea. Now, if you're a Canadian, you have the ability to trade real-life Bitcoin spot ETFs on the Toronto Stock Exchange. As I mentioned, the first one in the world was the Purpose Bitcoin ETF, ticker BTCC. They have a 1% management fee, and as of the recording of this podcast, have just over 24,000 Bitcoin held in cold storage. They also have one for Ethereum. Evolve ETFs have some spot crypto ETFs as well, one of which is for Bitcoin. Its ticker is EBIT, and it follows the daily price action of BTC. It's also all held in cold storage. They have one for Ethereum, ticker ETHR, with just over $57 million under management at the time of this recording. And then they have one that's a mix of both, but weighted towards Bitcoin, and its ticker is ETC on the TSX. 3IQ also has a spot Bitcoin ETF traded in Toronto under the ticker BTCQ. They say their ETF gives you 100% Bitcoin exposure, and it looks like they have about $300 million worth of BTC in the fund. They too have an Ethereum fund ticker, ETHQ. And for accredited investors, they have a multi-asset fund that has Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana, Cardano, and some other top tokens. The Fidelity Advantage Bitcoin ETF is another option. Its ticker is FBTC on the Toronto Stock Exchange. They oversee about $44 million worth of Bitcoin held in cold storage and have relatively low fees. Fidelity is, of course, one of the biggest asset managers in the world who have trillions of dollars under management. So the fact that a major player like Fidelity has not only an ETF, but an entire team dedicated to digital assets is a huge endorsement for the legitimacy of the sector. Another Canadian Bitcoin ETF comes from Nine Point. Its ticker on the Toronto Stock Exchange is BITC. And it aims to follow the price of BTC as well. They have a management fee of less than 1%. And they say BITC 
is an environmentally way to buy Bitcoin as they offset 100% of the carbon footprint entirely from its management fee. So as an investor, the idea is you don't have to pay extra for that green initiative. ETFs are a great way for retail investors to get broad-based exposure to various sectors that they're interested in without having to be a stock picker. There are still risks and, in some cases, fees attached to owning ETFs, and those vary based on the provider. You should do your own research before buying an exchange-traded fund because there are pros and cons. For those who want more direct exposure to Bitcoin and other digital assets, I personally like to hold my assets in a hardware wallet or in an active hot wallet. But that's something that you'll need to decide on your own. I'm not a financial advisor. Please don't sue me. <laughs> I want to thank you for sharing this time with me. I hope it was helpful. And if it was, please do me a solid and follow the Hot Wallet podcast wherever you're listening to this. Check out our website at hotwallet.ca and search out Hot Wallet podcast on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. My name is Scott McGregor at Scott Trades on Twitter. I'll see you next time. From the bottom, ain't no half-stepping. I'm the dog, I made it through so they don't ask questions. Long Beach, and it ain't no half-repping. Once a dog, always a dog, so they don't ask questions. Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.